not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Updated. It yeah, the last time we did this, I uh, wanted to update Zoom uh, when I finished, and oh. in the process, it ate the podcast. So, uh, oh, nice. So, yeah, I don't know if you knew, but the last podcast was me going all Salvador Dali of sound. I don't know if you even saw. I've got a new placement for my camera, and I'm still not quite sure where it goes. But um, yeah, I took uh, all the recordings, split our tracks, so you're on one channel, I'm on the other. So I just completely at random picked one of my channels and one of your channels from two different episodes and slapped them together. Oh, put God. music on them and sent them out. I, I never even listened to it. So whoever listened to that, I apologize, but I was so frustrated <laughs> by the fact that Zoom ate episode 35 that uh, that's what you got. So anyway. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. And so I loaded up tonight and it's like, launch zoom you launch zoom nothing happened launch zoom nothing happens launch 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 so let's let's just be honest we don't we we don't trust this product anymore we, well, we give it a hearty good. thumbs down <laughs> yes but we're still going to use it because it makes it so easy to do what we're doing i've tried it other ways and this is way easier i'm just going to be honest with you great <laughs> <laughs> at least for now but <laughs> So yeah, I got, let's just rack it up on the kind of last two weeks. Just pile it on, pile it on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I, I I discovered they make a um, like a camera mount that you can put on a microphone stand. Nice. And I have an old mic stand, so I bought a camera mount. So now instead of being over here on top of the computer, my camera is up here on the on the mic stand, and I'm still adjusting my my placement. But I, look, I like it better there. Yeah. So anyway. Just a little weird because you're on my left and I'm on my right. So I'm like completely facing away from you in my screen. I'm like ignoring you completely. This is not the case <laughs> at all. So, yeah. <laughs> awkward. That should awkward be the video podcast. that accompanies the, uh, the sound so that you and I are both looking off in opposite directions. <laughs> it would make so much sense. Things would be so much clearer. Oh, yes. Like they're not even talking to each other. <laughs> when did that happen? Oh, we used to enjoy this podcast. And then, well, I think we still do. I think we still do. <laughs> I look um, forward to doing it. You know, I do. I was kind of missing it. And one of the boys actually asked me if we were still doing it. I'm like, yeah, we just took a break for the holidays. And then you were supposed to go to school last week and you didn't. So that screwed everything up. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, so this is episode 36 of Slurp okay. podcast. This is or 35 2.0. <laughs> well, I was toying with that, but I put 35 out into the universe, no matter what it is. So we're just going to keep moving forward and pretend we, we were you okay. Just with call it random noise. No, just call it pet sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually did say something about being the Salvador Dali of sound because it was just. No, like because there were like these long i did listen to the very book when i was putting the, the music over and i was like wow that doesn't work at all but okay well, see, i i can't that that would make because your last 
message to me was like, I'm just taking tracks from the and putting them together. And I'm like, why is he doing that? I mean, we're still going to do it next week, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if we're, if, I don't think we have enough material for a best of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're not there yet. No, I literally like, okay, grab this one for me. Pick an episode, grab Steve's, and then I slapped him into the editing software, and I'd be talking, and then you start talking. We're not talking about the same thing. We're talking over each other. Then there's this long silence as we both took a pause. It was, <laughs> I, I was odd. I didn't listen to the whole thing, like I said. But so again, my apologies to anyone who, who sat through that. Oh yeah, and I That's did our, not, our... and I did not get the dusty drops pulled. But I will have those for the next one. That's that's our Steven Seagal episode. <laughs> Please explain why that is. <laughs> because he got banned from Saturday Night Live. It's either that or Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Costello. Oh, I'm sad to say I watched some of those episodes when they came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the replacements. I remember seeing that one and they were just, Jay were just tanked. But, you know, whatever. The replacements were always tanked. That's what made up the replacements. Oh, man. So how were your holidays? They were all right. <laughs> Another enthusiastic endorsement of the holiday season from my uh, partner. You know, it, it's one of those things where because we we very rarely spend the holidays at home, it's you got the nice buildup and then you got a car drive <laughs> and then you have a holiday and then you have a car drive home and you kind of go, eh, did, I, did I really have Christmas? Did I really have <laughs> Thanksgiving? Not really. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what we used to always do when I was a kid. Cause my mom, my family was in Mississippi and of course my mom had to be at her mom's house for the holidays. So we, had, I think I had two Christmases at my house growing up. And one year my dad got food poisoning and he swore my mom tried to kill him because she, he didn't take her to Mississippi. <laughs> um, that's a, that's family lore, but we've kind of nailed it down. Like with, with our dynamic now, because the in-laws are in Costa Rica. So that kind of takes that mostly off the table. Uh, we go and my mom's birthday is two days before Christmas. So which mm -hmm. really always screws things up. So we go to Houston on like the 22nd and the 22nd, mm -hmm. 23rd morning of the 24th in Houston, do Christmas, come home on the 24th. So we're home for Christmas Eve. And then we we're home the rest of the time. So we get the visit in before Christmas. Mom's happy. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> happy and we're home. Yeah. It, it, that's just, it's like, it's not Thanksgiving is the same way, you know, and, Thanksgiving, the, the drive home from Thanksgiving is always bad because it's returning to Mizzou traffic and we have to drive from St. Louis to Mizzou. And uh, it, 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 one accident can turn that ride into a nightmare. Um, we had a Christmas one year. We left St. Louis at like 11 o'clock. And we're sitting there going, oh, my God, we're going to be home by four. We left babe with grandma. So we're going to have no kids. We're going to go home tonight. We're going to go to the movies. We're going to go to dinner. And then we got stuck in traffic. And you're like, it's not a problem. If this breaks free, we'll be home at five. We got home at nine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we were Road so rage. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I, we, we, so instead of having that date night when we got home there was like no talking we didn't want to talk to each other <laughs> you'd spend enough time together that day 
You'd seen things. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're like mad at each other, but you're just generally mad. <laughs> yeah, a little P- PTSD involved, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, yeah. I 10 can be that way between here and Houston because they've got like this major construction project where they're widening I 10 because they're always widening I 10 somewhere. And uh, so, yeah, we, there's a spot where it's like two suicide lanes. Oh, and anything goes wrong and you're hosed. Yeah, that's exactly what happens on I-70. And you and I mean, it's just whoa, what did I do? I hit the wrong button. Don't do that. I didn't, lo- I didn't lose Zoom, though. We're good. No, it, yeah, it just so so the, the ride home can always it, it's just that that car ride that you essentially lose a day of your holiday. So, yep. It's just not, uh, and again, nothing wrong with the in-laws. It's just, it, it, no, it's the hurry up, get all, get all ready. Oh, now break it down, put it in the car, do it again, break it down, put it in the car. Yeah. And then unpack. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'm with you. Yep. Yep. It just sort of, it's like a gut punch to Christmas. You know, you're like, Hey, Merry Christmas. Okay. Let's go. Let's pack it up. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is over. We've Remember? had since thanksgiving or really since labor day to build up to christmas yeah really because there are no <laughs> holidays in between anymore no. we, i mean let's like every time it's thanksgiving we should just you know cancel it not because of culture just because nobody cares anymore except about their days <laughs> off i mean if we can figure out a way to like you know make it a holiday where you got a couple of days off in november everybody would be fine with thanksgiving going away except for maybe macy's Except for Macy's and yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't disagree. I mean, Hallmark puts their ornaments out like July 4th, which isn't a lie. They put them out the 12th, the weekend after. <laughs> well, I mean, in their defense, they, I mean, they got a lot of units to move and that's kind of all they do. I mean, I, I, they don't bother me so much as like the department stores that like go from Halloween after 4th of July to Christmas before Halloween. That's the hey, ones that bother me. Go to a Michaels. Oh, I, not, Michaels and Hoblob. No. Which is what the hipsters say. Is Hoblob. I call it Hoblob, too. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like an overly zealous Christian organization that, quite honestly, nobody should support. But it's Hoblob, and you go there right after Labor Day, and the Christmas decorations are out. Oh, yeah. And there's more aisles of that than Thanksgiving and Pumpkin Day and it's so I guess what we're saying is let's just, just let's just, just stop pretending. Let's just stop <laughs> pretending. <laughs> let's stop pretending that Halloween matters. Let's stop pretending that Thanksgiving let's matters. Let's just give the neighbor kids a bag of candy on the 5th of July, put our lights up the next week, and just go all in. And he, I mean, let's just let's just be honest. Nobody cares about Halloween. Only people that care about Halloween are little kids and drunk 20-year-olds. I was going to say, they've basically turned Halloween into the fall Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, pretty much. Or St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, Yeah. it's all it is. You know what? Maybe that's the thing to do is just have, it's kind of like the purge, but you just have a drinking holiday every month. If I may, we just need to move it forward one day, two days, and in this Dio de los Muertos, you can dress up. You got to legitimish holiday i just made up a word legitimish yes i like it 
Isn't he a Babylonian hero, legitimate and uh, Ekru or whatever in the hell his sidekicks? Uh, very, that was right. Yeah, not Ekru. <laughs> That's a color. That's a color. But Gilgamesh and uh, Inca, Inca uh, do. Inca do. Inca do. <laughs> Which sounds not so right close. either, but it is right. That's right. Like Taquito, wow, titties. <laughs> I keep saying that, and my family just keeps looking. He was on that new Jimmy Fallon show. Uh, that's my jam. And I'm like, hey, it's Taquito, wow, titty. And they're like, well, you've got to stop saying that. I'm like, until someone can tell me how to pronounce the man's name, I'm going with that. Because I, I, that's yes. what we call a callback, kids. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're creating our own lexicon with right. legitimish. <laughs> If you don't know what that means, that would see. Been... That's the thing. If you if you combine Halloween into Day of the Dead, then we will have culturally appropriated another Mexican holiday. <laughs> You're right. We will have. Uh... So you celebrate with sugar skulls and margaritas, <laughs> or you drink margarita from sugar skull uh, well, goblets. That's the ne- well, that's the next thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, get on. Uh, yeah, let some some somebody who cares nothing for Mexican culture should get on that. <laughs> it's just they're all marketing boys. Let's be honest. Do any of the holidays carry for the most people? For most people, do they carry any real significance other than the commercial aspect at this point? None. I don't think that you know 95 percent of the uh blancos celebrating like cinco de mayo could tell you why <laughs> well and it's not even i mean it's not even a mexican and by blanco holiday. that's my slur for white people in mexican <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a, a mexican holiday it's an american holiday gussied up in uh, a mariachi outfit <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah the suit de luce or whatever the hell <laughs> My darling, what? I don't know. Um, no, 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 no. What is it? The suit of lights from bullfighting. There's something to lose. Uh, you're the only one of us who's been to a bullfight, so. I know. We, we said, so the heck came up in my house. My daughter said, well, that's really mean. I go, Ed, let me say, say this. As the only person in this car who's been to a bullfight, <laughs> you need to rain. You need to just walk that back. <laughs> you haven't seen cruelty. Uh, you haven't seen the blend of cruelty and excitement that a bullfight is because it is kind of exciting to see the guy, you know, almost get impaled. (laughs) (laughs) And then the cruelty comes back when he impales the other animal. Then you're just like, Oh, well, this isn't right. This is like going to the steakhouse and, you know, pick your own cow. (laughs) (laughs) You have to fight for your meal. (laughs) What are you proposing now? (laughs) They play that. Okay. It's like medieval times. (laughs) With Toreadors. Toreadors. Or just the Johnson family in capes. (laughs) Okay, by the way, that is officially the episode title Medieval Times with (laughs) Toreadors. Unless we come up with something better. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that's it. Like I said, or it's just the Johnson family, you know. You got to have the little hat, the little kind of the Princess Leia hair hat. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, but well, the paper, they're paper, they're paper, they're paper. <laughs> like the Whataburger hats, they're yeah, little paper crowns. It just <laughs> the little bull ears on the side, yeah. Medieval times, Doritos. I like it. 
We may be onto something. That's a theme restaurant. We got it. <laughs> that's your next. That's our next. That's over there. Sponsor. That's our next logo. Yeah, that's the next sponsor. Because <laughs> right before you, we got on. I was finishing up the. Um, I was tweaking the ice creamatory, <laughs> which is hysterical. By the way, <laughs> that's one of those where you're driving. That's actually on the flip side. That five hour car ride gives me time to free think. Just let it all. And I think we saw a sign for ice cream. And then the next one was a, a cremation services. <laughs> and I'm like, ice cream, cremation, ice creamatory. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like fried ice cream. I'm like, well, yes. You know, we're talking <laughs> and I keep thinking of like Phantasm with the little ball with the, the prong sticking out of it. Oh, look, somebody's oh, behind me. Hi, somebody behind you. <laughs> There's no pop down here. Oh, yeah, there is sweet tea down here. <laughs> Keep the sweet tea in the basement? It's the coldest fridge in the house. Okay. Because, like, okay. quite honestly, if she opened that, it would be frozen. <laughs> okay. So that would wait. I'll down. tell you, if you opened it and stuck it back in the fridge, it'd freeze. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it's cold, cold, cold. <laughs> Which is nice when you pop open a, you know, the nice, I'm going to go, uh, we're going to go a little Dave Roba show, but when you open up <laughs> yourself a little Dr. Nut or whatever, Diet Pepsi, Diet Dr. Pepper, Dr. the hell's he drink? Dr. Is it Dr. Dr. Nut? Pepper. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a little Diet Dr. Pepper, man. That thing is rusty. <laughs> Did you, okay, you spent time with Louisiana I read the books. Did you, you ever <laughs> drink know. a Dr. Nut? Because that really was a thing. That's what I'm saying. I know that I didn't make that one up. That's not me missing up words. <laughs> that was a very short-lived, and I think it was South Louisiana-specific soda. I could have sworn there were there were books where he drank there, Dr. Nut. There might have been, because the time frame is right-ish. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, put a little grit in his craw or sand <laughs> in his gears. I don't know. little nut in your belly. You know, Wait, you what? Know, what? <laughs> I don't think the honky tonk man would approve of that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. So you know what? The good thing about me about, about the last episode getting eaten is what? <laughs> you know what the good you know what the good thing about the last episode getting destroyed by the internet is? Which is that? We can talk about stuff we talked about last time because nobody heard about. <laughs> so I thought it'd be a good time for us to uh, you know. Since we did talk about Hawkeye, but it hadn't ended. Mm, we could yeah. talk about how Hawkeye ended. Oh, man. And I'm actually almost up to date on all that shit. I can talk about the books of Boba, which... Well, I'm behind on that one, so... Yeah, okay. You're My turn. <laughs> I, I watched the first one, and I was like, okay, I'll get around to it. I was like, okay, I like the idea of Boba Fett as a crime lord, <laughs> but it did kind of doze off at the end, so, I, you know... I'll get around. We're not to it. spending enough time on the crime lord part. Yeah, that was my fear. On. It is a Disney Plus show, after all. I was afraid of that. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, yeah. So Sorry. Hawkeye, oh, Hawkeye. How did you feel about the ending of that? I liked it. I, we both, I really we both were really enjoying it up to we'd both seen episode seven before the last episode, and I think the next episode came out the day after. So. Um, yeah, I thought of the Disney Plus Marvel series, it's still the best one. I agree. I, I it, to, it 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 was, and even with the big ending, they wrapped everything up. You know, 
so instead of you know just like you know cramming everything in at the end they kept the pacing they kept the the humor <laughs> the bros and the, <laughs> the bros were my favorite I, that was my, one of my favorite parts of that whole bad fraction comic series was the bros the re they kept showing up and kept showing up and kept showing up and they'd get their ass kicked and they'd come back with another plan and get their ass kicked and again and again i liked how um the stepfather the swordsman Mm-hmm. When he was like, you know, they're at the party and she goes, wow, he just got a jail for killing a guy. And there he is wearing a sword. And Hawkeye's like, weird flex. Got <laughs> yeah, to make it relevant for the kids. Um, I, I, I don't think we've talked about it, but I went in with such low expectations on this series mm-hmm. that it was such a great and pleasant surprise that they pulled it off. So, so enjoyably i just shot right up to the top of my rankings just for that reason alone well it 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 moved it was breezy i mean it was it was entertaining and and it wasn't saddled with tying back into the rest of like loki could have been i thought a lot more fun but no we've got to we've got to tweak that so that we can set up phase four and i i thought iron man 2 i thought got weighed down by trying to set up the Avengers and Mickey Rourke. But, <laughs> you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, at that uh, dinner tonight, one of the boys went, where's my bird? And I'm like, was that an Iron Man 2 reference? Really? Okay. <laughs> trying to light my candle because it's cold out here in the garage. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, they have they have kind of painted themselves into a creative corner. Uh, where they have to keep momentum. Mm-hmm. So those moments when they can step away from that and just let it be a comic book thing, I mean, it makes it more enjoyable. I think. Well, I think it's. I think it's going to be better served. That and you know, if you want to set up Young Avengers by making this the origin story of Kate Bishop, that's cool. You know, but just don't, you know, like have a teaser where just. Yes, it was just very, very fun. And of course, the return of the kingpin. And again, spoilers if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, well, you it's have. on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, D'Onofrio, I'm never going to not see him as Wilson Fisk, I don't think, at this point, which is good because up until now, he was the roach guy from Men in Black. So anything to get that out of my mind is good. But he is. <laughs> We got a guy at work that talks it like that. And for the longest time, we called him a friend of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he, I mean, he he inhibits, inhibits, inhabits that role so seamlessly. Mm -hmm. It just works. And I'm so happy they brought him back, uh, which, you know, kind of watched me pivot here because he wasn't the only person from the Daredevil uh, television series on netflix that has reappeared in the mcu oh oh did you see what i did there wow i never saw that coming (laughs) Ah, yeah whiplash my friends (laughs) ah so let's talk about daredevil oh Uh, yeah our our spider-man whatever you know however that works out so again everyone's home (laughs) (laughs) spider-man the full happen it's a full house spider-man full house yeah (laughs) Is it too soon? Certainly, <laughs> cost. It's close. It's close. I took my shot. Uh, R.I.P. Bob Saget. Never knew quite what to make of you, but 
God bless you. Um, anyway. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, on the one hand, you see him as the whatever the hell his role was on Full House. And then you see his stand up and you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly. They let him around children <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Somebody keeping an eye on the Olsen girls because I'm a little. Some things can be explained now. Um... Ah, the Aristocats. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody said that was the la- his last words were the Aristocrats. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. And that was a good joke. I liked it. It was a good joke. Yeah. No, uh, uh, okay. So everybody's Spider Man close <laughs> to the full house. What what it was Spider Man, what was it called? Back home again. No home way home. Uh, Homecoming. Everyone who's worn the suit. The, oh, we saw we how, found how your, we found our super suits. What was it called? I <laughs> Spider-Man copy the uh, Spider-Verse. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. Uh, anyway, Which, the new Spider-Man movie where everybody shows up from every Spider-Man movie ever. The only two and Daredevil. Charlie Cox. Charlie. Where we started with all this was Charlie Cox's Daredevil from the Netflix series. Shows up in the new Spider-Man movie as, as Matt Peters. Murdock, Peter's attorney, and catches a cinder block that gets thrown through the window. Much How'd you surprise. do that? I'm a really good lawyer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. No way home. That's what it was. And I assume you've seen it because you're my spider guy. So what'd you think of it? I, you know what? Uh, I believe I posted a spoiler-free review. <laughs> this will be the only time we don't do spoilers. <laughs> a lot of fun a lot of fun a little too long in some in spots some wonky cgi especially lizard and sandman Mm -hmm. and uh some really really bad wig work for doc strange because that first scene where he's in the basement and there's snow and all that stuff right you're just like why didn't you just put him in a watch cap instead of a wig that looks like a watch cap? (laughs) (laughs) See, I didn't notice that. So now I'm going to have to go back and watch it when it comes to Disney plus. I enjoyed the movie a lot. It was too long as the Marvel movies tend to be now are starting to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that's that weight that they're all laboring under. I think if they could cut that out, they could cut about 20 minutes off of each one of them and it would fix that problem, but that's not going away anytime soon. No. Um, It was fun seeing all of the Spider-Men together for sure. Especially Um, the line about (laughs) Tobey Maguire looking like a youth pastor. (laughs) That was good. Yes. Yeah. And I did like I did like how they set up all the villains coming through the multiverse. Anyone who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man, which also kind of poked a lot of fun at everybody always finding out everybody's secret identity, which is a one as you know, one of my pet peeves in these movies. Um, exactly. <laughs> I gotta protect my family. By the way, bad guy, I'm Peter Parker. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe was lights out in that thing, man. I was never a huge fan of the green goblin in the original movies i hated the battle armor couldn't stand it that when they had him in like the purple hoodie with the green shirt underneath yes. i'm like oh thank you that was just for me i appreciate it and <laughs> and that was actually it was kind of funny because you know my my sons having been raised in my home are are geeks um they've they've sort of gone off on their own way now which is great i'm happy for them but it's funny because they don't they were like, oh, it was okay. It was too much fan service. I'm like, what did you expect it to be? I'm sorry. 
Okay, it's, like, it's a comic book movie with everyone who's ever played Spider-Man. You knew going in exactly what it was going to be. And, and that's are, all I did. And, and, and it's like, you don't get it. No, <laughs> I've grown up with this. I waited till I was in my 40s for this. <laughs> I think that the young people are trying to be jaded. Oh, when you, when you, when you so, all right. So Spider-Man, like I said, those scenes were too long because they just kind of, they, they drew them out. The pacing was weird, but they were fun. And yeah. I don't find that to be fan service as opposed to say the star Wars films, the, the, the three, the last three. Ugh. Yeah. So this one, I mean, it's, it's not fan service. I mean, I, I, I didn't think it was pandering. The story was set up to bring them in. Yeah. The resolution. I mean, if you if you think it's fan service, then you're missing the point that like they had a redemption arc for all of those characters. It's true. I, you know, because like Andrew Garfield, he saves hit Mary Jane. That was his redemption. And you could tell that it was it meant something to him. I like Doc Ock. He's after seeing all the spider movies, Doc Ock is my favorite because the way Alfred Molina played oh, him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even in this one. So he wasn't the Willem Dafoe, you know, chewing on the scenery guy, but I thought he had a presence and I I, I thought it was great. It was good to have him come back and the whole yeah. the voice is stick on, Peter. <laughs> I, I he is he is absolutely my favorite of the uh of the spider villains they've done so far in any of the movies with any of the spider men's um that being said i do enjoy um uh i i enjoyed uh jamie fox's electro much more this time than the oh, first, the first time. one he was awful oh it was <laughs> terrible it was terrible he and he had swagger this time he was i mean then i guess that's you Ele- know, again, electro the- should have swagger Sure, I mean, he should be electrifying. You're, you're the, <laughs> the most, the most electrifying villain in the Spider Verse. MCU, baby. Oh. Now that would be fun. The Rock is Electro. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Let's recast the Spider-Man movie with WWE talent. <laughs> I am so looking forward to this movie. Uh, sorry. Okay. Black Adam, for those of you who couldn't see me holding up my Black Adam pop. Uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that. Let's see. Uh, no, let's not do that because I need to think about it for a minute. Um, yeah, so Spider-Man, both thumbs up for me. I have no problem with it. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was exactly what I was expecting, exactly what I wanted. And um, quite honestly, oh, man. When Jay Jonason is selling brain pills, oh, I laugh my ass Alex. off. God damn it, he's stealing my <laughs> shtick. That's why you need to try these nutrition things. And I'm like, oh my god, Spider-Man's they're a menace. Spider-Man's are a menace. They call an exterminator. Get rid of your buds. Yeah, uh, I laughed out loud in the theater when he started hawking the pills, man. I was, yes, yes. Jay Jonah Jameson hosting InfoWars is a stroke of genius. Okay, so uh, speaking of like that being that sort of obscure throwaway line, right? <clears throat> we went to the uh, Kansas City Symphonies, the Pops concert series, okay. and they had a uh, they, they they did Beatles songs with the orchestra behind them. 
which is actually kind of cool because there's a lot of those songs they really, really pop with the orchestra behind them. I can see that. That's very much in McCartney's wheelhouse. Yep. Yes. So they start talking about, I think, here comes the sun. And one of the guys goes, of course, you know, the, you know, the supposedly George wrote this song, watching the sun come up in his garden on George Clat or on uh, Eric Clapton's guitar. <laughs> well, and the Clapton other was boning his wife. <laughs> yeah. And the other character says, and whatever you do, don't mention the war, which is a faulty towers reference. Oh, wow. Which I'm thinking that is so I laughed. I may have been the only one in the, the theater laughing my, 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 my dick off at the <laughs> fact that he referenced faulty towers and tied it to George Harrison. That and is strong. That is strong. That is strong, man. Wow. Congratulations to whoever did that. that oh, good work. God. He said that. I was just like, did he just, Oh my God. <laughs> and whatever you do, don't say anything about the war. <laughs> that is funny. That is amazing. Oh, oh God. Yes. Which leads me to, you know, we mentioned uh, Costello, Elvis mm-hmm. Costello. Yes. And then, so at the end of their set, they did a version of Hey, Hey, which is Kansas City. Hey, 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 which they play at the end of Royals games when the Royals win. Okay. And, you know, the Beatles played that when they played a concert here in Kansas city, that's how they opened their show. And that's also because Finley, Chuck Finley, not, not, you know, Bruce Campbell, but the real Chuck Finley uh, paid them an obscene amount of money to stop in Kansas city during their first or second, one of their tours of America. Oh, wow. But now let's tie it back. There's a song called leaving Kansas city done by, the super group, the new basement tapes. The and Mumford I, group. I fucking hate that song and I make fun uh, of it every time it's on the radio. And I told my daughter, I was like, Jesus Christ, I think we've been Mumford. <laughs> and she goes, What do you mean? I go, That sounds like a Mumford and Son songs. And so she looks about, she goes, It's a super group comprised of Elvis Costello. And I go, We've been Marcus Mumford. Mumford. <laughs> we've been Mumford. <laughs> I hate Mumford and Sons. Can't stand them. I've never slow, liked them. Slow, 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 fast, 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 slow, slow. Banjo, slow. banjo, banjo. I'm like, yeah, we stop plucking on the banjo, okay? Just no. <laughs> and and I will tell you, uh, the only <laughs> it's the magic of Ted Lasso because it, that theme he does the theme song for Ted Lasso, but it's about 20 seconds long, so I don't have to listen to all of it. And it's made me at least tolerate that much Mumford and soccer. So that show is magic. I don't know. Anyway. Somehow my Instagram feed, like when I did search and the reels popped up, uh-huh. I got into watching uh, soccer highlights. The highlights are fantastic. These guys kick a ball and it corkscrews into the net. That's cool. You know, it's, the it's everything in between it. that sucks. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we like I told Laura, like when we we're watching Ted Lasso, I'm like, okay. I think I've learned more about soccer watching three seasons of Ted Lasso than I ever have in my entire life. And it might even get me to go see an Austin FC game if I wasn't going to sit with all the soccer hooligans, but that's not happened yet. Um, Yeah. So here, okay. This was something I didn't write down, but I did want to talk about it. I'm glad you mentioned reels because here's, here's one of my favorite uh, Facebook or sorry, Instagram feed follows. It's called no no context dusty. 
Oh God. Is it just <laughs> dusty roads on uh, just wild shit? They'll put like, they'll put a, like a something like, you know, talking talking to my drunk uncle at Christmas and then there's dusty with something and it's and it's just it's awesome no context Next, dusty. dusty all right <laughs> that's worth adding to your feed just so when it pops up you can see dusty doing some stupid shit but there you go <laughs> i will add that that'd be fun yeah <clears throat> it will beats- make you smile in the middle of a shitty day for sure well it beats the sadness of my other follow which is a pro excel tips <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, oh my god oh, it's so horrible oh, that I'm, I'm like scrolling through it this <laughs> thank you <laughs> wait but i'm it, gonna do that again <laughs> that's worth a two for all right go ahead <laughs> I, I i can't make this stuff up I am fascinated by watching this guy do things with Excel that you're like, well, fuck, I can use that. <laughs> and I have. That's the uh, worst. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm, I'm linking both of these in the show notes, by the way. It's just, I don't know if there's a, 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 a name or anything attached, but it's just like, oh, my God, that's a pro. That's a that's a great tip for Excel. That's a, that's a pro tip. That's a pro tip. <laughs> follow for more oh, my god i am <laughs> you know and the other thing that i've gotten sucked into is like woodworking uh uh reels uh, those yes. i'm like i wish i had that kind of time wood turning or when they actually make something when they make stuff like yeah yeah like this guy like i saw one guy he made like this like uh um door that folded down on a pair of hydraulics like there were shelves behind it and he had it in such a way so it like folded down and covered the shelves on those hydraulic springs and then look he lifted it he's eased up nice yeah and meanwhile fun boy here i managed to cobble together a shelf for my desk out of some old two by fours and these circular saw that i bought last christmas but it's got the camera up and the computer up so i don't have everything shoved in my face right here so i got room to write and i got the board so yeah six six cuts and eight, nine or ten screws and oh no the, the woodwork the woodworking videos are good I, I I don't know. I started well before you. We we got on this. Uh, I found a this old house channel <laughs> on Pluto, and it just plays back. Now here's the the part is that if I stop watching it tonight, when I watch it, it'll be a whole different house tomorrow, and I would have to sit there and actually watch like twelve to fourteen episodes <laughs> to watch them finish a house. <laughs> So I'm, not, I'm not doing seven hours straight of this old house. <laughs> it's the worst reconstruction project ever. Uh, home improvement what happened project. to the bungalow? <laughs> <laughs> They've done a lot of work since I was here last. It's Holy a Victorian crap. now. It was a 20th century modern. And yeah, <laughs> they're picking out ceiling fans and verandas. No, no, no. They're in Michigan. <laughs> my my wife loves the, the home improvement shows. Um, and she's gotten into uh, hometown, which is oh, the that's one. the Mississippi. Yes, Joanna. Yes, exactly. And every time, and it's in Laurel, Mississippi. And I don't know if we've talked about this or not before, but I feel like we have. But I'm going to do it again. Um, I spent a fair amount of time in Laurel, Mississippi, in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sort of the uh, waypoint between my two grandparents' houses. And ah. for a long time, my grand, my grandmother on Big Dave's side lived in Laurel, so. Um, when she was older and couldn't live by herself anymore. She lived in an apartment there. 
Um, I've spent a lot of time in Laurel. I don't know where that six square blocks of Laurel that they're rebuilding is, but that's all there is. And I, and now I see people going, oh, I saw, I actually saw somebody that I know went on like, cause people go to Waco just to go to like the Chip and Joe stuff. Sure. Sure. And, we, sure. and I will be honest when we dropped Jack off at school in September on the way back, we stopped because it was on, it was on the, it was on the right side of the highway for us to get off. Have a cookie, take a walk around and leave. Get and some shiplap and go. <laughs> Thursday afternoon at four o'clock is the ideal time to hit the silos, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Nobody's there. We walked, we parked on the street, we walked in, we saw we wanted to see, we left. But anyway, uh, people are making pilgrimages to Laurel, Mississippi. And I'm thinking to myself, you're gonna be really disappointed. It's not even like a quaint little college town like Waco is. This is, Laurel's a little sketchy. Laurel's a lot sketchy. <laughs> and you're going to be gravely disappointed when it doesn't all look like those little little houses they're rebuilding. So anyway, I don't know. It's just, oh, no. it's an old, it's an old mill town. Oh man. Well, here's <clears throat> when I was in the hospital following the stroke. Right. So I watched, that's all I watched was HGTV because I was like the only channel. Because you could couldn't get work the remote one. <laughs> no, I couldn't, I couldn't reliably figure out what the other channels were. It just, you know, oh, safety. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh, spooky, spooky. But uh, no, so anyway, um, so yeah, so I watched the Chip and Johanna marathon because like in the middle of the day, I don't know how, when we'd go on vacation, we'd sit in like the hotel room at night and we'd like watch HGTV marathons back when it was trading spaces, yep, you sure. know, sure, page. But, yeah, page, but the ideas that those people came up with, my God, yeah, I'd shoot my neighbor if I came home and said, you glued <laughs> flowers, <laughs> glued flowers to the wall Is that the in one? my bathroom. Yes. yes. I, there's one where they turn it into like a tropical paradise and he like it's stapled palm fronds. I just fat he like thatched part of their basement you're just like i would so fucking kill that guy i mean uh, yeah i would move i would just kill burn my neighbor's home to the ground <laughs> you know um but so now when they do the marathons it's no longer design on a dime where the shit looks cheap when they're done this doesn't look magnificent no uh <laughs> <laughs> You went to the craft store and bought some stencils and fabric paint. I mean, you're one step above a, a kindergarten craft project. <laughs> Where's the macaroni? Where's the... <laughs> we took the macaroni and instead of blinds, we just framed the window. <laughs> <laughs> it need rigatoni for a job that size. I'm just saying. Or lasagna noodles. <laughs> Oh, lasagna noodles. And then we took the spaghetti and we put some food coloring in it and we made these really cool beaded 60s, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of Greg Brady kind of dividers and stuff. We actually we cooked the spaghetti and used it and we threaded it through some farfly and some penne to give that clankety clank sound. And the worst, the best part is it if if you ever lose your job and you have to eat. You can eat your furniture. <laughs> but now when they do those marathons, so I'm in the hospital for four days. One day was a Chip and Joanna marathon. Sure. The next day was Mississippi Chip and Joanna. 
Right. The day after that was like Las Vegas, Chip and Joanna. Oh, those two were annoying. Oh, those were terrible. And oh. then there was like super redneck, think they might be related and married, Chip and Joanna. <laughs> and that wasn't the Mississippi couple. It wasn't. The hey, Mississippi I color. can make that joke. Ooh. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, it's like the whole Kevin James theory: big fat galoot marries little petite cute girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> King of Laurel. <laughs> but though they had like four different shows that were all riffs on the Chip and Joanna, which yeah. really is a riff on Property Brothers. But yeah, I mean it's all know. I mean it's all just iterations of the same thing. There's no real creativity involved. It's just locale. Um Pretty much. Yeah, it is. And 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 locale and do you like shiplap? Do you like recreating the antebellum South? Do you like something that's an upgrade over a trailer park? <laughs> if my wife listens to this, she's going to be gravely offended by that, which I think is funny. Um, but, uh, my, my favorite, one, my favorite one of those though, and this is just because I have spent so much of my life in Mississippi uh, was um, the, the big, the big husband, the bear. Yeah. Yeah. i can't think of his name uh but anyway Kevin went, james anyway yeah, we'll go with that uh he took two he took two of his buddies to heidelberg mississippi to get some wood cut into like a like a decorative carving that's the little town my dad is from oh my god it's like 20 miles from laurel still in the woods population not a lot <laughs> they may have a stoplight no offense, Heidelberg, if you're listening. I've spent some good times there, but it is not a Mecca. But when he said, hey, we're today we're going to Heidelberg, Mississippi, I, I sat up and went, what? It's like <laughs> My people are buried watch- there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no joke. <laughs> no, but I, can you, did you say that out loud to the TV? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did. And then I yelled at my wife because she had turned up and I was like, they're going to Heidelberg. Honey, come see, come see. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was talking like that. I don't know why. You know, it's funny. Have you, you remember the phrase come see, right? Mm-hmm. I use that from time to time. I still do. And I get the weirdest looks like I go, no, I'm not being rude to him. It's a Southern, it's, it's, it's a, no, it's not rude. Okay. <laughs> it's not, it's just, it's, it's, uh, well, it just sounds like, come see, come see. It's like, yeah, it's like, come here. It's just, it doesn't it, mean anything. It, 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 it's, it's probably bastard a, French. <laughs> it, it's either that or it's almost Italian. Come see. Hey, and, uh, come see. You, you can pass it around the office. See what, what mm. is the place. Um, yeah. So let's see. Oh, by the way, I'm joining you in, uh, in uh, CPAP com- in country here soon. I had you're a- going to fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been putting it off and putting it off. And my wife showed me a video that she took of me trying trying to sleep over Christmas. And I tried to catch my tried to breathe like six times before I actually breathed. Oh, nice. nice so nice, nice. I was like, okay, that's a little scary. Yeah. And then it was like. <sighs> Oh, yeah. yeah, I went to the doctor Monday. We're doing a home sleep study. Then I'm going to probably get the CPAP. So, well, the the sleep study, if they do the the away, not the home, but the away game, where they electrode you up. <laughs> Told me it'd so be they, the home game. So, but they started me with the home game, 
And then they had me come in for the away game. And I probably just fell asleep for the away game where they woke me up and put the CPAP on me. Cause they said, you need this. <laughs> How long. Okay. So, okay. So, so I'm curious. Cause I didn't get that far with the doctor the other day, but like, well, how long is it like an overnight thing when you go in for the away away game? Do you go in or is it it's just a like hard? Two- it's a hard the eight hours or a hard ten hours. Like you know, you don't get to like wake up on your own pace. They wake you up and <clears throat> it's an overnight. Mm, okay. So when I go, you, what time did you show up? Nine o'clock. Nine p.m. They kicked you out at five a.m. Six six. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I guess by the Which, time they get you hooked up and everything, there's some time involved. Okay. Well, that's the whole thing. They're like, oh, you're going to come in. You're going to settle. You'll relax in your room. So you're kind of thinking, oh, that'll be cool. I, I got a book. So I'll read my book. I'll watch a little TV. No, 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 no. They basically, they go brush your teeth, go to the bathroom, and then they spend a good 45 minutes or you know, half hour to 45 minutes, you know, wiring you up. Then they did. they're like, okay, have a pleasant sleep. And you're you know, you're sitting here with like all these cords. You're like, I, I can't sleep. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Just stop moving. Mm-hmm. But then at six o'clock, man, it's just like, good morning. You're like, oh, where am I? You know, oh my god, I've been roofied. Um, I don't... Why? Why do those things hurt? I don't. Okay, I'm fully dressed. What's going on here? You know. Um, and then they, they basically say, okay, we're done. And they put, 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 take all the little wires off you. And, you know, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the longest shame. It's kind of what that yeah. sounds like. And yeah. it does. because Well, it'll be fine for you because you've got the clear paint. But for me, <laughs> it was, I had that goop in my hair and which I described as falling asleep at the orgy and they all came on here. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Mary. It's times a hundred. Um, you, you look like Sid Vicious with all of it teased out, you know? <laughs> I don't but, remember um, what that's like. I'm not going to lie. Um, but anyway, so you, yeah. And then, and then they, they give you the device and they, if they show you the video, get mad at it for me. And say things like, that old man is a goddamn liar. <laughs> He's old enough to have fought in war. He probably killed a bunch of people and was a fucking hero. And now he's on this video <laughs> lying about how he looks forward to sleeping with a CPAP machine. I'm disgraced for him. <laughs> okay. So you, you clearly Just have, remember- some strong, you have some strong feelings about this. <laughs> I've told you when you tell that to the doctor, they ask you if you want to take antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> More? <laughs> yeah. You seem to have a little bit of bitterness. Yeah, well, you know, you try and feel sexy when you're tethered to the fucking nightstand. <laughs> oh god, we may have a new title. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna suggest Zoom ate my podcast. <laughs> so I should have called the last one. Did I call the last one? I don't remember. I might have called it something like that. I'm gonna look, but keep talking. Uh, oh yeah, man. yeah. No, the, it, and to be honest, once you, depending on how much trouble you have keeping the thing strapped to your head. And that's that's the thing. <laughs> You've seen the smelling, right? Um, yeah. 
but uh, I, like they, they have one that looks like, okay, you can get one that looks like, you know, sort of the alien face hugger thing. Right, like, right. Oh, yeah, we know, used like, to, I used, I've sold them. I know what they look like, so. Yeah, 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 you know. Or you can get these little ones. I got one that's just like two little cushions. The pillows, the nasal pillows. The nasal pillows, and you get a choice. You can have it with prongs or without. And with prongs, you're just like, I'm not sticking that in my nose every fucking <laughs> night. I will take the two pillows that just push up against as opposed to the two things that stick inside because I'm thinking that's going to get gross. After <laughs> I did call the last episode how the Grinch ate our podcast. So, <laughs> so close. <laughs> We think alike. You knew where it was going. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, and they they kept. I'm I'm I'll be like the third or fourth time year with this stupid thing. Uh-huh. And every year the doctor's like, "So do you like it anymore? Nope. Do you sleep better? Maybe. <laughs> like my follow up appointments with this guy seriously might last two minutes <laughs> because I am so standoffish <laughs> about them. <laughs> All right, then. Well, so I've got well, that it, to look forward to. Well, I, I mean, I was, I was angry about getting it. Well, I'm not happy about it, but no. you know, but it, it, there is like after the first night or two, you wake up the next morning and, and because this thing is forcing you to breathe regularly, right. You do feel more relaxed. And that's what I told them. They go, well, do you feel better? I was like, well, I feel more relaxed. Like I've been doing deep breathing exercises. Like, oh yeah, see, see, it's working. I don't understand why you don't like it because I'm wearing a scuba mask to bed doc. (laughs) And I don't think my wife's ever going to fuck me again. Okay. <laughs> I gotta hope like like your boys hear that and go ha 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 ew <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's in your head now good luck getting that out exactly but that's kind of how I feel and maybe how I've explained it to him on one or two occasions <laughs> and how'd the doctor take that uh, assessment of the uh, progress Oh, well, you'll get used to it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. He's already gotten paid. Yeah, he's got, it's all insurance money now. <laughs> um, how much of I'm making a segue to a, a sort of a segment here. How much of the Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who have you watched? Almost all of it. Okay, I'm I'm playing catch up. I'm I'm mid flux right now, literally. Actually, um, Flux is the best. They they this, they actually did a nice job with Flux. Really? Because I'm not I'm not digging it so much. Um, well, that says volumes about the rest of her 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 tenure. <laughs> well, that's my thing. I don't think they've given her a whole lot to work with. Uh, they've quite honestly, given her nothing to work. It's with. almost like they're trying to sabotage the first female Doctor Who. I don't. I'd hate to you know be a conspiracy theorist on this, but it has been very. Um, unremarkable to say the least. Uh, I think it started bad by trying to have three companions instead of one. Yep. Which has led them to write very diluted doctor stories because now it's got to be I've got to include Yaz and uh, um, the old 
the old Graham. guy and his grandson. Yeah. Which I love Graham. Graham is great. And if it I like, actually yes. was, I just, I'm with you. There were too many, too many parts. And you, and I couldn't fucking understand the, <laughs> the grandson half the time. You, you'll know. I mean, his accent was so heavy. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, what? And I, I did like sort of Graham and the doctor because it was sort of like two old guys just hanging out sometimes, even though Graham couldn't do much, but <laughs> yeah. I, uh, um, yeah. So like, I literally, I'm literally halfway through the flux and I, and again, I think it's too many moving parts and maybe there's a payoff. I did enjoy the, uh, the doctor turning into well, spoilers, the doctor turning into a weeping angel. That was the last thing I saw. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. But anyway, that's um, why I'm saying that flux really is the, <clears throat> the best of her episodes okay. and, and flux does hold your attention. It, it kind of it, it develops in the last bit of it is is kind of it's doctory but it's exciting and everybody kind of gets a moment to shine okay <clears throat> including dan who i guess they have to have an incomprehensible tall guy in every fucking episode <laughs> he's just replaced the black dude you know <laughs> we're just gonna stand here and say what as i'm watching this and i know dan sort of got shoehorned into all this and he's got he's very accepting of everything like he didn't have five or six episodes to get get his feet under him oh yeah like he, the first like, three episodes with the new companion and they're yeah. like <laughs> yeah, dan's like all in on the on the weeping angels like don't look don't blink what dude it's a statue with fangs coming for you and it's just shrank your house none of this is phasing you at all nothing <laughs> he's just he's all in he's okay and you fought the potatoes i mean come on man <laughs> yeah i could not remember the name of those things to save my life <laughs> potato the potatoes oh god yes um, but yeah, no the war the potatoes. Flux, the war potatoes actually they turn out to be more than you'd give them credit for. Okay. But uh so flux is kind of a nice thing. Um it does end well. Good. Good. I've watched the first the New Year's special, which is you know, return of the Daleks again. <laughs> you are exterminate, exterminate. Yeah, I, they they go back to the Daleks way too often. Way too much in the modern series. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, yeah, I've already watched the New Year's special. Okay, so you're caught up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, I just want to see if you agreed with me that they have just not, they have done her wrong as the doctor. I After Capaldi, I just like, they have done her, they have done her some, some dirty, I feel well, like. It was just kind of like, I, I think that you brought somebody in who didn't, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you're watching flux and you're like oh now he fucking gets it you know right we had to wait four years for you to understand that you know doctor who isn't about whatever in the hell you made it about which was always sort of like a good story wrapped in a bad lesson you know i I think the one episode that stands out for me was when they went back to rosa parks and graham who had married a black woman is the guy who refuses to give up his seat for Rosa Parks, which I thought was, okay, that's a nice twist. And then they have some weird bad guy who's broken out of future jail, who's <laughs> shooting up the place. And you're kind of like, where did that come from? What the hell? And that guy never comes back because they don't kill him, but they put him back in the timeline. So you assume it's Doctor Who. We're going to see him in two years with a bunch of Cybermen. 
And he may yet. And he may yet. Suntarans. They've got some left. They've got some episodes left. Suntarans, by the way, are the war potatoes. Yes. One of the boys. One of the boys got close, and then I had to look it up. So, yeah, the war potatoes. And and the reason I wanted to bring that up because I don't know where you fall in Buckaroo Bonsai fandom. It's not something you and I have ever talked about. I I'm not. Kristen is. Okay. Um, uh, there's a new book. And it sucks. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Buckaroo Bonsai fan. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen the movie multiple times. I've made the children watch the movie. They loved it. Uh, I've read the novelization of the first movie. Um, and I was super excited about this. It looked like I thought, based on the way the cover was presented when I, they first released the press release, uh, that it was going to be like a bunch of short stories, right? It says versus the World Crime League at all. Okay, great. Short stories. That'd be good. It's not. Uh, anthology. It's no. almost 700 pages. Oh, shit. That's L. too Ron much. Hubbard. Yeah, it's too much. It's poorly written. It's ponderous. It's stu- and it's not good. And I'm like, I've read about 250 pages and I'm like, I got to take a break. <laughs> I've paid for this book. I'm going to eventually finish it, but I don't know how you can be so misguided on a piece of intellectual property. It's Snyder-esque. Oh, uh, great. Great. Um, it's got to be dark. No, it doesn't. No, no it, it doesn't. Just, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's Doc Savage with more sci-fi. That's all Buckaroo Banzai is. Mm-hmm. And they've lost that somewhere. There's chapters about, and it's, explaining how the institute works i don't care like i don't need to know about the financial meetings i don't need to know about the the cook stove i don't need to like and it's it it's it's game of thrones like in that way where it gets bogged down in the minutiae that you don't care about and it interferes with the story you want to you want to read that they say they're going to tell that's what it is i just realized that it's that minutiae that you and i both hated about game of thrones fire and ice um it's that. It is. And he wore the silver armor with red filigree, the same color as his house. His bannermen waved. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And they did feast upon the eels and the orangutans. And, yeah. <laughs> and a sauce made of monkey spleen. <laughs> yes. And it was good. <laughs> it yeah. Was no, and it's, it's that. It's that kind of garbage. Not unnecessary a, detail. Yeah. It should be breezy. It's, I can already tell, it's it's Game of Thrones length. It's too damn long. Which means uh, there was an editor somewhere who was like, you know, Game of Thrones, readers really like that detail. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we're forced to, we're forced into the detail because we want to carry on the story. So yeah. tell your wife not to read it. If she absolutely has to, I'll send her my copy. It's don't, uh, don't spend any money. The people at Dark Horse should be ashamed, and they're our friends, but they should be ashamed <laughs> for putting that out. It's, it's, I don't know how you make such a misguided swing at a piece of IP. I just don't. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my rant for the, for the episode. Fair enough. I will. I had no intention of getting it. I saw it. I was like, oh, fun. That could be fun. It's and not. now I know that it's not fun. It's not. Now, what it's it is not. fun is those Department of Truth books you sent. <laughs> oh, I, like, I knew you'd like those. Mm-hmm. I picked that one up off the library website thing that I used. I was like, oh, that looks like fun. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yes, please. <laughs> more. Give me more. 
yeah, I, I like the way that they're telling the story. I like the the idea that that <clears throat> conspiracies can become reality if enough people believe in them, and that you have a whole department, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I heard an interview with our fearless leader, and it's like, dude, the election is over. <laughs> so over. <laughs> if you look at this massive fraud, if you just look, if you just look at numbers like you've never it's like oh yeah i don't miss that <laughs> it's like the first time i heard him actually speak it was like wow well i can't be honest, believe that was real the guy that beat him is not doing a whole lot better i'm not no oh we've got to stop electing doddering old men oh i totally agree i, I you you kind of like <laughs> our choice is 80 and 76 we got to we got to do better yes give me the little gay guy from indiana i saw that <laughs> that was my christmas present nice we have a uh there's an artist uh local artist he started out um doing selling his paintings he does a lot of like pop culture stuff uh-huh. kind of like a um kind of a truck a van mm. and then he opened this little gallery in like the, the outdoor mall near our house and we were doing some Christmas shopping. We just walked in and I saw that. Oh, that's cool. And Laura was like, asked him, asked him how much it was. And he was like, well, if you uh, become a patron of the gallery, uh, it's 143 and that's the cost of your donation. So it, the dude was tax free, uh, was tax nice. deductible rather. And we got to how sign long have the you patron. Uh, I got it, like I said, I got it for Christmas. So I've had it for a couple, three weeks. Yeah. So I would not have seen this in the backgrounds of mm-hmm. your. No. I have seen that. The guy's name is Chicasso. Chica- I have seen that painting somewhere else. Okay. And so when you when you're sh- what I'm seeing, I go. I think I sent you a picture of it. Maybe that's it. Maybe I think I sent you a picture of it because I was I was pretty excited about it. Okay, I did. We'll I did send you that. a picture because I told you I was going to hang it up back here, but I may actually okay. hang him on this wall now that I've got the new the new angle situated. Uh, he might look nice right there, just by himself. Mm-hmm. So okay then. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say, oh, I've seen him online. That guy's big. Okay, you sent me a picture. (laughs) Yeah, well, he's still his his artwork is really cool. I mean, he does a lot of really cool. Um, we did a he had a gallery opening back sometime before the plague, and we went to that and he had some really cool pieces, but this one was affordable. So you know, when you get into that like art and stuff and big type of thing, Chris and I are in Vegas and they have these little old cigarette machines that have been converted into you put in like a buck or five bucks and you pull a thing and you get a little piece of art okay and so we did that and i've got this weird little painting of a peanut guy okay i don't know where it came from i don't i just i then two or three late years later i am at a planet or a comic book convention and this guy has these little wooden painted figures like boba fett spider-man I think they're neat. I buy a couple. I get them home. They're the same guy. Wow. <laughs> from the art orama. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Because <laughs> I'm, get... look, I'm looking at it, I'm going, huh, suck up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy. guy. I need to get my uh, surfs up macho man out here on him next to the dude, I think. Um, <laughs> you know, um, there was a. Uh, WrestleMania is coming up this year, and I don't necessarily have any interest in going to WrestleMania, but I did talk to the boys um, that, you know, a lot of the other companies put on little shows around WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and they're going to be in Dallas at school, so I have a reason to go. Oh. So something nice. you and I might want to discuss. I don't know. When is it? Uh, first weekend in April. Ooh, I may have dance competition. Ooh. Ooh. In Orlando. Oh, well. <laughs> I can't interfere with that. Okay. We'll see. Well, well, no, well, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's see how those dates work out. Yeah. I mean, because... You know, you could you could fly into here, and since we're we're itinerary itinerizing on the podcast, we'll talk about that some other time. Um, so yeah, so let's see, it's ten oh eight. Hey, that's a nice tight hour we just did. It is a tight hour. Hey, you got anything uh, on your desk? A couple of things. This one is probably more for you. Oh, <laughs> where did you find that beautiful bastard? Um. I was in a Walmart after a restock. So this little guy is coming to you. (laughs) Oh, you're the man. (laughs) So yes, it's a little tiny gorilla garage for the monkey. Oh, thank you. You're amazing. You know, I love me a monkey. I do. Well, the other thing that I picked up at the same time, they did a Japanese version of Spider-Man. It was a TV show in Japan. And I bought this little Hot Wheels car of the Spider-Man mobile. Um, it's over on the other desk. We'll get okay. into it next week. Um, if you ever get a chance, you need to look up the Japanese Spider-Man TV show because it is off the rails. <laughs> he, <laughs> as you would imagine. As you would imagine. All of the effects are practical effects. Wait, so it's, when it's, he, it's real people? It's not animated? It's not animated. Oh. It's a 70s like Ultraman type of thing. Oh, I'm all in. So Spider-Man fights the the evil gang Iron Cross. So you've got like monsters. He's he he has the space car that will take him up to his fighting robot. So you have a fighting robot. Of course you do. But the the costume is actually fairly accurate except for this big silver wristband. <laughs> but it because it's at, because it's Japanese in the 70s. When Spider-Man does his poses, mm-hmm. like he, I mean, and the poses are very, very intense, but he does this and then the camera then cuts to like different angles nice. of him in the pose. <laughs> is it on YouTube? I, I cannot find full episodes, but there is on YouTube the best of Japanese Spider-Man. That's all I need to know. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty funny. That's awesome. So I have I have something on my desk too. So oh, not, yes, yes. You might, on you, your desk? You might recall last time I showed you. Uh, did I show you this guy? Oh yes, you did. But so, it's worth a second look. Well, th- this is a this is a segue. Uh, so I got this guy from the boys for Christmas, um, and uh, my cousin came to visit for Christmas, and she gave me ten bucks. And uh, I had looked at this guy at the same time as the, the Etrigan, and uh, I looked on Amazon, and he was on sale for. $9.99. So I also bought uh, King Shazam. <laughs> it's, it's evil Shazam. And I just think That's... he's amazing. That's like the goth eye makeup on. I don't know how well you can see him, but uh, he's another one of the, I, I'm, you know, McFarlane does make a nice action figure. He, okay. he can't write a comic book to save his life, but he does make a damn good action figure. So you need to be on the lookout because I've been on the lookout in that McFarlane whatever universe of toys uh-huh. there is basically an action figure of superman's cape 
it's like 10 inches long and it's i'm not superman it's batman I and s- almost all the figure is cape <laughs> i saw that there's that's the most mcfarlane action figure you could possibly make <laughs> it's i saw that when i was like i might buy that if i ever came across it just to lose a foot of shelf space to a cape <laughs> Second greatest action figure cape, the other one being the Doctor Strange cape with the wire in it. Oh, yes, where you could suspend Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes, that sitting. was a great one. That was a great one. I loved that one. <laughs> Sorry, I got rid of that one, actually. Uh, but, I did, too. Yeah. Oh, fun and games, since we're just talking about. I will go over to the other desk. Oh, road trip. Yes. Yeah, road trip. <laughs> Ten steps. <laughs> Here, I'll play you over. Okay. I gave you road trip music. Oh, nice. Thank you. All right. What you got? From the negative zone. Tick. Oh, <laughs> I saw that one. And I, I literally we, remember I talked about we were leaving mom and dad's house. We stopped at a CVS. Oh, yeah. Wal- Walgreens. Oh. Yeah. And he was on like the clearance and I didn't buy him. I wanted oh. him so bad. He is he is he metallic? He's not, he should be metallic. He absolutely should. That would be a great variant. But no, he's, he's, he's very, very close to metallic. Oh, that's, a, oh, I have, I have buyer's remorse on not buying that one. I do. I will even say, more so now that you've shown me one in real life. <laughs> I will say that of all the pop figures, he is the one that is almost, almost character screen accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Does he buzz? He should buzz. He does buzz. But no, when I saw that, I was like, I'm getting that. I will go oh, to every Walgreens in town. I got to find one. Oh. All right. So I'm not going to save it. This is the spider car. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has mandibles. It does. <laughs> it's got a little spider in the front. It's got like this killer wing thing on the back. Because when I think of Spider-Man, I think of wings. Well, it's better than the spider dune buggy. That he- <laughs> <laughs> I have the Mego spider dune buggy at my parents' house somewhere. Oh, nice. <laughs> With the uh, falling spider trap on the back. <laughs> it has, it's, it's the dune buggy and it has like this ridiculous spoiler on the back, right? Uh-huh. And when, when you got it, it had like a net. So you could, there was a little lever on it. You could pull it and it would... S- Grab the bad guys and the net. The net came off and got lost. But uh, my cousin, same cousin, got married when I was a kid. And my sister and I were the the rice giver outers. And uh, so I went through afterward and collected a bunch of the the gauze that the (laughs) rice was wrapped at and hooked it to my spider car. So I think it's still got the the pink gauze on it unless the gauze is disintegrated over the years, which is entirely possible. So that's that. (laughs) <laughs> the spider okay. dune buggy the spider dune buggy you know it's one of the i there's a a a place near me i may have talked about it but they sell used toys vintage toys hey you got your your showguns there my showguns but um it's kind of uh, yeah i took babe there over the holidays and she saw they had like the masters of the universe play set the gray skull big giant gray skull or something they wanted like three grand for it and babe looks up she goes 
it's not even complete. I go, how do you know? And she goes, it says so. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not even complete. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of a cool store. I just wish that they would like clean the thing. I mean, uh, you know, would, would it would it would it kill you to dust? That's not patina. It's dust. You're either going to blow it off with the, the the thing you clean your keyboards with, or a dust rag. Yeah. Uh, and it's not worth top eBay dollar if you haven't wiped it off. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a toy uh, show coming. I think it's a new Braunfels, which is not that far from here. Mm-hmm. Sometime maybe next month. Once I get the children off to school this weekend, maybe I'll have some free time to myself on the weekends again. We'll see. Yeah, no, those, I think they'd be fun to go to because I would like to find some more of the small Mego or not the small, the small Shoguns. I'd yeah. like to find a couple more um, just because they're, they're kind of fun. <laughs> I'm thinking about hanging one of those uh, Rubbermaid fast tracks on this wall with a shelf. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Those shelf units and then the monkeys can go there. Ah, I like it. I think that's going to be the monkey wall. Got to make room for the monkeys. Always. Now, I have a nihilist. A nihil, Funko made this. Um, ah, what the hell? They made it for the they the the theme of fun days would have been like Olympics. Okay. So they made a podium, a one, two, and three podium that you could put your favorite pops on, you know, or whatever. Right. Um. So I've I've got a nihilist right now is up there and uh, he's up in section. He's in number number two right now. What's number one? Uh. <clears throat> gingerbread spider-man <laughs> okay <laughs> they, made, they did a bunch of the marvel characters like gingerbread cookies okay all right uh, textured and everything and then like the lines on his his uniform are all like icing, icing. Yeah. okay all right well that's that we can go with that I, I can and see number that. three is boba fett from the mandalorian not from the books of boba so the he's still wearing like the black pantaloons um, but the armor is a little bit more dinged up. It's pretty cool. Nice, nice. Well, um, we may have a guest for episode thirty-seven. Hunter? Uh, nope. Still haven't been able to lock that one down. Okay. He's moody, as you know. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, John actually may come on and talk oh, about fun. his his new project. Um, he, he we had talked about it last year, but he got a little sidetracked. But he's back on back up and running. And so, uh, what is his side? Thing. Well, I'm not going to tell you because I want him to explain it. It's a little convoluted, right, but I'll just keep you in anticipation till then. Um, so yeah, so that um, I'm going to try and lock that down for two weeks and get that. And if not, then it'll just be you and I talking, and it'll be fine. But we may have a guest. <laughs> Either way, it's going to be. I could talk about my first ever chiropractic. Uh, I, I've, save I've, that. I've, save that. Yes, one. it's it's a good one because I it's the closest I've come to punching somebody in a while. <laughs> You know, speaking of that, I thought about seeing if Arthur wanted to come on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's. that's yeah. Hey, that's, remember Julie Lever? Whatever happened to her, Art? <laughs> Everybody happened to her. Oh, oh. <laughs> Dolly Zematics was telling me, she goes, Yeah, you know, she comes from a large family. <laughs> She does. She does. And I will, and here, here, uh, here's, here's, (laughs) this may have been in the back of my mind at the time. Uh, when I was a freshman, her brother was a senior. She had several brothers older. He's a, you know, so I was, you know, what, 13, 12, 14, whatever I was, scrawny kid. 
it was before you got there, there was only one Coke machine at that school, and it was next to the uh, football locker room, which okay. was yeah, down, that back corner. Yeah, it was treacherous to get to. And he 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 walled me one day when I went to get a Coke. And so some years later, I'm like, this is pretty good revenge. Um, he may never know, but I know. <laughs> I think on that moral high <laughs> note, we're going to call this episode Slurp Toast, a podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome to 2022, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night, guys. Good <laughs> night. Nice.